The Planter's Place podcast is brought to you by Osmocote, the planter's plant food. I'm Amy Griesack. I'm a garden writer in Great Falls, Montana, and today I want to talk to you about every gardener's favorite thing to gripe about, namely weeds. Weeds are probably the number one challenge for beginner and veteran growers alike. It's one of those things that can overwhelm the newbies and make them swear off gardening forever, as well as make the longtime gardeners pull their hair out in frustration. But what can you really do about them? In reality, quite a lot. But today I'm going to concentrate on how to handle those annual weeds. These are the chickweeds, purslanes, pigweed, that type of thing that grow throughout the summer, go to seed, and then die off completely. These aren't the perennial weeds that keep coming back and keep getting stronger every year. So the annual weeds are easier to handle if you keep after them from the get-go. An effective measure that I like to use is a pre-emergent such as corn gluten that really reduces the rate of germination of the seeds. Corn gluten is a byproduct of corn processing and they found it inhibits the root growth in the plants when it's applied to the soil. It's also fairly high in nitrogen so it gives the soil a nice boost too. The one caveat is you can't use it on beds that you just seeded. For example, if you plant your lettuce seeds and then put your corn gluten, sprinkle your corn gluten over the top to keep the weeds down, you're not going to have the weeds, but you're not going to have any lettuce either. The best way to use them is with transplants. So in the springtime, say when I plant my tomatoes or peppers or cabbage, things like that, I'm putting the actual plant in the ground, then I can sprinkle the corn gluten around it. It's not going to happen hurt those big plants at all and it's going to keep those little weed seeds from coming up at all. Now drawback of corn gluten is it is fairly expensive if you have a large area so it might not be practical to sprinkle it over a huge garden. So your next option is mulching. I'm a big fan of mulch not only because it keeps those weeds down but because it retains the moisture. Here in Great Falls we only have about 13 inches of annual precip a year so I'm all forever every bit of moisture we can hold in the ground. It's always a good thing. But even when I was growing up in Ohio, I was working for a lady who'd been gardening for decades. And even back then where it's a typically very moist, humid climate, she used mulch in the form of flattened cardboard boxes or layers of newspaper. We would use six to eight sheets of newspaper and always use the black and white. You don't want to use that colored glossy stock that they have. And same with the cardboard boxes. As long as it's just plain brown, that's fine. You don't want glossy stuff. So we would put that down in the pathway and then cover it with grass or other natural materials. Out here, I like to use straw because it's readily available and it's really nice and cushiony on my knees. I really like it. And by the end of the season, it breaks down and it's ready to turn into the soil next year. Even the paper, the cardboard, it's great. But although I'm the mulching queen, I realize it doesn't work for everyone. If you're in a place where you have a slug problem, it's probably best to avoid mulch because you're just creating a playground for the slimy little things. In this case, cultivation might be your best bet. A lot of people just go and grab the trusty old tiller and keep after the weeds diligently all summer. It obviously works for a lot of folks, but once again, it isn't for everyone. If you have a small garden, a perennial garden that's tightly planted, you can't get a rototiller in there at all. And sometimes people just don't even have a rototiller handy. So you're, you need to look at what hand tools that will work best for you that you can keep after those weeds. Now finding a hand tool 
is a very personal thing. There's so many options out there from little diggers to spades to scratchers that you just, you got to keep trying to figure out which one's going to work for you. Once again, after doing this for so many years, I definitely have my favorites. The top of my list is a tool called the Cobra Head. You're going to have to pry this one out of my cold dead hands because I'm never going to give it up. It has a curved head and this wicked little blade that can get out just about any weed. It's also nice because it's small enough that I can get around plants and not disturb the, the plant, the desirable plant, while I'm getting those weeds all around it. And I like it because I have not been able to destroy it. I'm very, very hard on tools. I typically break, snap, bend. They rarely last a season, but this one's taken all the abuse I can give it. Now I use a short handle simply because I prefer to be down the dirt when I'm weeding. But I know there's a lot of people who can get down okay, but they can't get back up. So if you're one of those where your knees are bothering you, your back or your hips, you definitely want to go for a long-handled version. And just about anything that comes in a short handle, you can find in that long handle. The trick is going to be just to find something that's going to fit you and that you can use comfortably so you can get those weeds knocked out. Now whatever you use, the goal of cultivation is going to be consistency. You're going to have to keep after them frequently from the very get-go of the season. You don't want to wait until you actually see the weeds. You'll really be surprised if you go over an area with a digger or a hoe that really doesn't look like there's very much coming at all. That there will be just a ton of little ones that are just at the surface and sometimes they're the same color or almost the same color as the soil. But then when you turn them over, when you're hoeing or cultivating, you're going to see all the little green that was actually there. But if you do go over your garden with your favorite tool, whether it's your hand tool or a hoe, you'll be amazed at how few, you, few weeds you'll end up at the end of the season. The nice thing about these annuals is they do, they just grow for a time, go to seed, and that's it. So if you're catching them before they have a chance to grow, it's not as if they're going to keep coming back later and later in the season. And the really nice thing is if you catch them and don't allow them to go to seed, you're taking out dozens. When you take out one weed, you're taking out dozens in the future. So just because it seems that weeds shoot up as soon as you turn your back doesn't mean it's a hopeless task. You just have to find out what works the best for you, whether it's heavy mulching or diligent weeding, and keep after them. Trust me, it will get better. To learn more from our gardening experts, join the community at plantersplace.com. And be sure to like Osmocote Plant Food on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in to the Planters Place podcast.